Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. Good morning. Good to have you back with us. Now, Dr. Rajbans, why is it that we tend to be more forgetful as we age? Forgetfulness actually could be part of normal aging, and all of us will show signs of some, you know, memory loss as we get older. So it could be part of normal aging, or we could call it like what they call mild cognitive impairment, where people do tend to forget certain things, but most of the time is benign. Most don't progress on to dementias or Alzheimer's disease. So if you find yourself struggling to recall certain names, places, references, again, don't panic. It could be something very normal, but you always worry about whether you're going to end up getting things like uh, Alzheimer's. Disease or things like dementia. So one thing to remember is your brain is like a muscle. So just like any muscle, you must use it or you basically will lose it. So learn to do things that keep your brain active. You know, uh, playing certain games. Uh, you know that uh, like Sudoku or doing things that are. Uh, actively using your brain. For example, our social activities actually things like that. You know, uh, eating right is very important. Getting enough sleep is important. Physical exercise. People have shown that just by doing physical exercise, even patients with Alzheimer's can improve. So it's basically mental and physical exercise as we get older, and that will keep your brain sharp. And another issue that worries many people, especially as they age, is bladder leakage. Right. Well, you know what? Depend Adult Care Malaysia is expertly designed. Designed for bladder leakage protection with its superior comfortable fit waistband, it's uniquely engineered for discreet and its underwear-like fit experience. So it's the worry-free protection that you need. So get on with life with Depend, the number one brand in the USA. You can visit depend.com.my now for free samples. Let's all age gracefully. We can still get on with life confidently and uncompromisingly. I have a jaw, sometimes very stiff, and it has a clicking sound on the right side of the jaw. Any so pain? Last time I can eat tough meat is okay, but now if I chew more than 15 minutes, it's very tiring, and I can feel the aching on both sides of my jaw. I went to check up with two, three doctors. Some said it's the maybe the mandible that has a very fine fractures. Yeah, because your the joint, the temporal, they call TMJ joint, ah, uh, temporal mandible joint, can also get like any other joint get a bit of like arthritis, so you can get TMJ. Arth- Arthritis and that. Ah, TMJ. Uh, they told me TMJ. I don't know what TMJ yeah. means. TMJ is your. It's a joint, ah, your. You know the jaw. It's called the uh, temporomandible joint. That's actually uh, yes, the yes, two yes. bones there. So every bone, like your knee, is a joint. Your elbow is a joint. You know, like that. So your t- uh-huh. temporomandible are the two bones there. So there's a TMJ joint, and that they, can get inflamed. So that can sometimes cause this. Yeah. It's not serious. As long as I can still eat, I go. I eat the uh, less tough food and I eat slower. It's okay. How do I improve this situation? How I mean, I it's just again the... like any other joints. It's an inflammation of the joints. So maybe you can try uh, certain things that reduce anything that helps to reduce inflammation. Foods that are you know you can look it up. Google foods that are reduce your inflammation. You can take supplements like, uh, for example, turmeric or omega three and see whether that helps. Put like a if, hot bottle water, uh, hot yeah, press and things. That also uh, no harm doing that. It's just like any other arthritis in the joints. Sometimes all this might help to slow down or you know. Reduce the pain, lah. Understand, understand. So oh. I'm getting a clearer picture now, doctor. Right. Thanks a lot. We have a question here on the DG Lightline from Peggy. I'm allergic to metformin, which gives me diarrhea. What is the alternative? Can I take glyclozite and insulin injection together before a meal? 
Doctor? So, metformin is actually the first drug we use for diabetes. You know, it's uh, So, when someone is diagnosed diabetes, according to the protocols, it's one of the first drugs that we use. But there are now a lot of new drugs that have come out. Like the one gl- glycoside is an older type of drug, just like metformin. Uh, metformin is called bioguanide, whereas uh, your glycoside is sulfonuria. These are the, actually the earlier ones that were there with uh, metformin. Now, there are a lot of new, new ones called DPP-4 inhibitors. They got SLG one all these new new names that sort of uh, medications for diabetes are coming out but metformin is actually the first one the thing is metformin is that uh, very good drug very safe except that you can have certain side effects one is nausea one is a lot of abdominal discomfort and one is diarrhea and if you really can't uh, take it because of the side effects then you have to change Glycoside is other drug you can insulin occur but all this you have to actually uh, sit down with a doctor and see what's the best for you how are your sugar levels what are your other risk factors you know is insulin something that you want to really look at and if you don't mind taking insulin that's something easier than you don't even have to take too many medications just use insulin to control your drugs and it's easier in the sense that if you're willing to check your sugars you know so sometimes you go for a heavier meal and sugar goes up you can increase your mm. insulin and sometimes if you're let's say decided to do some fasting and reduce so it's a more physiological way of looking at it but some people don't like insulin you know the thought of injecting yourself and all that so then there are medications that you can look at the other alternative sometimes they, they got this low release uh, metformins which have lesser side effects so she can even try that as one of it but the best is go back to a doctor who is treating her diabetes and discuss with him what's the best way to manage her sugars because diabetes has to be controlled mm. you must keep your they call it the the HPA1C, the three-month sugar in the cell below the normal level, you know, at least six. So, uh, she should all this should be discussed with the doctor and plan accordingly. Can you ever be cured of diabetes? I think the type 2 diabetes is very lifestyle again. Uh, I got patients of mine who suddenly discovered their diabetes, but they are still early, not realizing that, you know, this was their lifestyle. And I got patients who have completely changed, lost 20 kgs, started exercising, and the sugars have gone back to normal. So they are no more on medications. But once they are like long term, and if they got already end organ damage, and unlikely to be able to stop medication, but we are able to reduce it. So, Diabetes is very lifestyle dependent. We received a voice note from Kanti. Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. I'm in my early 70s and I've been experiencing pain on the top of my feet. It's not the bottom, the top. And I just don't understand what this is. It swells at times and it's very painful. I hope you can help me here, Doctor. Swelling of her feet. Yeah, so I don't know exactly which part, but you know, swelling, very painful, and you know, on top of the feet, it sounds like gout, you know, because mm. gout is the one that comes and goes, can be very painful definitely, and you get swelling, but normally affects the big toe, uh, but it can also affect any part of the foot, you know, some people even have it on the top part of the foot, some in the ankle, uh, so it could be gout, or it could be just a acute, uh, we call it uh, inflammatory arthritis, which got a whole uh, you know, causes of that could be uh, acute osteoarthritis. You know, whereas she's got some early osteoarthritis that flares up on and off. So, I think this one she definitely has to go and see a, a orthopedic surgeon and come to a sort of diagnosis. Some blood tests, some X-rays need to be done, and then they can at least tell her why this is going on because if it's something that's chronic in the long run if you don't do anything can damage her feet so you know the bones can get affected so I think she should go and get the diagnosis sorted out and uh, I think 
the best people will be just to go and see orthopedic surgeon. But only the top, not the bottom. Because when my dad gets gout, his whole foot swells some, up. Yeah, some people get the whole foot, which is uh, bad. But some people just get the top part of the big toe. Okay. You know, especially uh, if they have a mild attack, it just starts off with that uh, part or just the top part of the foot. Uh, severe attack sometimes, you know, of course, like the whole foot can get infected. So, yeah. depends. What happens if you don't get treated for gout? I mean, it'd be recurrent, chronic thing. You know, uric acid deposition in the joints there will ultimately destroy that part joint and then, you know, you're going to have problems with your mobility. So, uh, uh, initially, it's early, it might come and go, come and mm. go, but over time, it becomes chronic, it causes damage to the to the bone, so she should get it sorted out. We receive a voice note from Andrew. Uh, my mom's 67 and she's been forgetting things like where she parked her car and even sometimes she forgets like if she took her high blood pressure medicines. She's okay most of the times but I worry that she might forget something important. How can I ensure that her memory stays intact? Yeah, I think it uh, sounds very much like uh, she's getting short-term memory. Yeah? Now, it could be still part of normal aging where right? we all tend to forget uh, on and off but you know, if it becomes more common that means it's happening very often then you have to start thinking whether we're dealing with one of the dementia uh, conditions. You know, So dementia is actually a big term. Just like someone says, I got headache. There are many causes of headache. Yeah. So same with dementia. Dementia is a big term, and there are many causes of uh, dementia. Now, 60% of dementias are caused by Alzheimer's, where they have short-term memory loss, and this could be one of that. But 20-30% are due to small strokes, so they call multi-infarct dementia. Then the rest are things like you know vitamin deficiencies, thyroid issues. Uh, you can have you know brain tumors, a uh, condition called normal pressure hydrocephalus, where the brain swelling occurs. So there are other causes that can cause uh, forgetfulness or dementia. So, if you find that it's something that's more than normal, you know, I mean, forgetting once or twice in a week is okay, but if every day you're misplacing things or you're asking the same questions and short-term memory is affected, you have to get it checked up. I advise them to actually go to a hospital, see a doctor, you know, get the routine bloods done. Most time, we even suggest that you do a basic CT scan just to make sure you don't miss out things like strokes or tumors, which I have so many times you have picked it up. If all that is normal and the symptoms and signs point towards uh, Alzheimer's, then that's something that you have to start taking their medications to slow down there's no cure their medications to slow down again keeping mentally active doing mental exercises physical exercises will help to slow down certain supplements might help so all this depends on the underlying diagnosis mm. right so uh, I think what he should do is get his mother to see a doctor and then from there see whether they need to do further tests to get the right diagnosis and then the right treatment but can it be helped doctor yeah again depends on the underlying problem if it's uh, things like uh, just normal aging or mild cognitive impairment uh, just uh, again physical mental exercise certain supplements but if you're Alzheimer's then you need to you know take medication of course things like thyroid problems vitamin deficiencies then you can treat that if it's a tumor then of course surgery is the option so all this depends on the underlying cause how severe does it get if you don't do anything about it I mean, short-term memory, you forget certain things. Does it get any more severe where you actually oh, yeah. forget how to how to drive, how to operate uh, certain equipment? Forget your son even, yeah. right? Everything, yeah. In the sense, if you don't do anything, you're, within a few years, you're talking of someone who is coming from completely normal to someone who is bedridden, not walking, not eating, going on tube feeding. So, the medication, that's why we use medication because the, though it can't cure, it slows down the whole progression. So, instead of that happening, the next five, seven years, it might take much longer you know for that thing to happen and we are hoping that uh, new research will come new drugs will come so that at least maybe even if you don't 
cure now maybe in the next few years will be something that can cure the disease so very important to diagnose it and start treatment early so they can slow down the progression